Welcome to Like an Event Boss, your weekly events empowerment podcast with Carrie Abernathy and Juliet Tripp. Welcome back, everyone, to episode two of Like an Event Boss podcast with me, Juliet Tripp, and my lovely friend and co-host, Carrie Abernathy. Hello, hello. So today we are going to be addressing the issue of post-pandemic events and taking a quick look back at 2020. This is the podcast for event profs by event profs and we are going to be empowering you all to step into your event boss mindset for this year and beyond. But we thought it was important to address the elephant in the room and the year that was 2020. I mean, if you could sum up 2020 in a year, in a word, Carrie, what would that be? Oh, no. Why? Why are you making me do that? Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, my, okay. You don't want to know what my first reaction was? Yeah. First reaction. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> it was gross. It was gross. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's just from um, a live event side. Like that's, you know, I had a, I have a lot of feelings about 2020, like from a personal um, perspective, from uh, a work perspective, but really when it comes to being an event boss, like being in events, gross, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> messy. Messy. <laughs> Yeah, messy is such a good word as well, because we are used to living life by the minute, having schedules, having run of show, we know what's going on. And 2020, that was all taken away from us. Suddenly, we had no idea if we could run events. We still have no idea when events will come back safely. And we just, it was just a shit show, to be honest. Yes, yes. <laughs> Excuse you. the swearing. No, I think that's perfect. And remember, we're here to be authentic and and really put it out there. And that's what being an event boss is all about. Like, let's be honest, like when we're running a show behind the scenes, like there's definitely some swearing going on. And I think in 2020, like exactly the same, like every single day was like a a shit fest. And (laughs) there was definitely a lot of like tears and swearing and authenticity, like just a lot going on, right? Yeah, so much to take in all of the time. And I think, yes, we've both probably had personal shit that went down and probably personal wins as well in 2020 like I'm always glass half full always looking at the positive side but right now we're addressing you know events in 2020 and just that it was crazy and I would say that I don't feel we're out of 2020 yet it still feels like we are in it like it's just an extension of that year yeah, I, I actually agree with you 100%. Like 20, it's, yeah, it, when you think of COVID, you just think of 2020, like they're, they're synonymous, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. in a way. So I feel like we're still kind of there, definitely feeling the light at the end of the tunnel for the first time, definitely getting excited for the future and post-pandemic events. But we do have to talk about 2020. I'm so excited because we haven't had this conversation before, Juliet. Like, no. I really want to hear about where you were when you heard the news. Like, what what was going on in the world for you? And I can't wait to hear your pivot. Yeah, sure. So I will take you back to February 
2020, um, I was running the first sort of event that I was doing when this was all happening was a conference in Brussels in Belgium. And it was just all a bit weird. We were hearing the news and all of us, um, my team and everyone that was there was saying, oh, you know, that thing in China probably won't reach us. We just got to stay positive and, you know, we just carry on as we are. Hopefully, oh, maybe we won't be able to work with anyone in China this year. Right. And that was really it. And then we started to think, oh, should we be having hand sanitizer out more? Right. First thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was just so weird. So weird. And that actually, that event, I had a cough and I'm convinced that it was probably COVID, but I had no idea of the severity. You know, I coughed that entire flight the last flight out of Brussels back to the UK, um, anywhere in the UK, is always full. It's always overbooked. And I spent the entire flight coughing. How no. bad is that? How bad is that? Um, but, yeah, back yeah. before, like, when you actually could cough and, and it wasn't the most scary thing in the wor- yeah. world. But I bet, like, at that moment, like, you couldn't cough anymore without, not, without thinking about it, right? No, no. And we're even beyond that now. And then going a month later from that, you know, things were ramping up. We started to have corporate travel bans coming in. So I organise um, international business to business conferences and we have a lot of global speakers and global delegates that fly in for our events. And we were starting to see corporate travel bans come in. Um, so we, we moved events hybrid before we even knew that hybrid was the new trend. So we had people live streaming in, you know, people were watching from home. This was back in March. And the last event that I ran live was a conference in Washington DC which is one of my favorite places ever to work and run events and uh, I was at Heathrow Airport just crying into my mimosa thinking how the hell am I going to pull this event off people were cancelling um, both on the delegate side and the speaker side I was trying to move stuff around speak mm-hmm. to my colleagues about to board this flight and and then that was kind of normal and then a week in DC, not even, and I flew home with about 30 people on this flight, big international flight, and then the world changed, and that was it, and we realised that actually things are never quite going to be the same again. Right, right. I love hearing people's story of, of the, the beginning, yeah. right? Like, Because I feel like we were all at least in the middle, on the events planning world, like in the middle of planning an event or going to an event. Yeah. We were all right in the thick of it. It, it was event. It's the start of event season. It was the mm-hmm. event spring. So that's when we were all deep into it. And it was just so crushing. It couldn't be like before. It couldn't be during the, the lull. It had to be like right in the thick of it. Yeah. And when would you say the sort of turning point was for you that you, I guess, woke up one day and went, right, this is serious. This is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll take you back to late uh, February, early March. It was a little bit later for us over here just because... Uh, you know, our leadership and, and some other things in the country that were going on that kind of kept us from it. And we were like, yeah, this, like you, it's really yeah. not going to affect us, right? Like, it's not going yeah. to affect us. It'll, it'll be fine. And I, I really wanted it to be fine because that first week of March, I was flying to Vegas for the Association for Women in Events um, Elevate Conference, our annual conference. And I was just, we saw the news, nobody canceled. We had a single cancellation. Wow. And when we were all there in person, it was super positive, very, very, very positive, a little naive, I think. We didn't know we were what we were dealing with. We didn't know what we were getting into. So it was full steam ahead, and we were like, yeah, you know what? We're going to stick with live events. It, it, I just kept hearing and thinking, you know, like the show will go on and keep calm and keep doing events. Like that was mm-hmm. kind of the theme over and over and over. And then I left for like a short vacation to California, and when I got back to Colorado – 
um, I, the, it was done. It, everything was shut down. Everything shut down. And it was a complete 180. And I got yeah. stuck. Actually, I got, st I was trying to move from, to, um, from Colorado to Virginia at the time and got stuck in Colorado for three months without any of my office or stuff. Um, so that was a real, a real change. And we, we immediately shifted virtual as well. Like we were like, okay, I mean, this is a lockdown. It was, it was very severe in some places. It was super light in, in other places, but my company and, and, um, we, we were just like, yeah, let's, let's go take everything virtual, start looking at technology. We'll take this time to kind of reassess some efficiencies and do some personal and, and professional training and kind of better ourselves and just hold hunker down and hold tight. Um, but I don't think anyone, my boss or me or anyone else thought it was going to last the, especially this long and who knows how long into the future. So it was, um, like every single one of us drinking out of the water hose, baptism by fire, a complete pivot to technology that we weren't ready for. I could go on and on and on. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, about like how I'm, I'm sure my story sounds like everybody else's because we were all in it. And the good thing was we were in it together. I think that was the silver lining for me. We were all there. It wasn't just me on a limb. Every single person was looking for the latest in virtual and how to shift to hybrid. And if they were doing in person, which got, you know, kiboshed really quickly, like how to do it safely and then like how to bring it back safely. So that was my 2020 recap in a nutshell. Yeah, I just, I feel for you. I think a lot of us have been there. And I think it's very important for us to acknowledge that we're actually sitting here from you know, very privileged positions because we are still employed. We're very, very lucky and don't take that um, for granted at all because Absolutely. we know that so many event profs have had it so much worse than us and are still struggling. And I think, you know, if anyone does need any an ear you know, just a smile, a conversation, then do reach out to either of us because we'd be more than happy to be there for you. It's still a tough time for so many when it comes to employment. Um, it's just, just been absolutely crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, again, like we're going to leave the negativity behind here in a second, but like we have to get into it deep. We have to feel it, right? Mm -hmm. um, the latest stat was I think 500 million jobs were affected. Yeah. I, that's not a small number. I mean, our industry was, let's be honest, decimated. Mm -hmm. And we, I think, again, like, let's start looking at that silver lining. Like, we're here to bring it back. And we are also in a spot of privilege where we can work to bring it back. And we can spread the knowledge and the messaging and, and everything else um, here and talk about the future and get excited about the future. And hopefully, if you are employed or not employed, you can get excited too because it will come back and there is a silver lining and there's a lot to get um, just excited about. We're an amazing um, supportive group of professionals and, and we will, as Juliet said, gather around you. We're here. We have an ear. Reach out to us. If we can make a connection on LinkedIn or otherwise like that is what we love and we're here for so I am looking forward to that part of today's show but we did have to we had to frame it up right for sure for sure and you know community is a great thing that's come out of 2020 because I believe that I have made more connections within our event profs world um, networked more attended more educational sessions than ever before because suddenly okay. I was at home I wasn't flying around the world and jet lagged and trying to do everything 100 miles an hour which was a big lesson for me to slow the hell down because I never did that I still 
live life 100 miles an hour but a little bit a little 90 miles an hour I'd say yes um, yes, yes yes oh my gosh yeah and we'll talk about right the the takeaways from yeah. this they, they weren't all bad they were not. No. In fact, there were so many good ones. We started out like with the word messy, but 2020 was as chaotic as it was. Like there was a lot of beauty in it um, for, you know, for those of us that were able to slow down and start new projects and, and reassess our efficiencies and come up with new business models and new ideas and new side hustles and find the things that we really loved. Like that's it, what I get excited about. Yeah. Me too. And we're going to be going into some of these topics in a little bit more detail later in the season. Stuff like side hustles, you know, scaling your income streams and diversifying them and all of that. But I think it's important to kind of mention agility as a key word. We've certainly learned that we can pivot until we're dizzy and we're upside down and back to front. But we do, as an industry, as a breed of of professional, we do try to create new solutions. And I think we've all done that, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. Would you say that you've had to be quite agile in the last year or so, like more so than before? Yeah, you know, I had even gotten comfortable settling into my old routines. And I, you know, I'm going to be completely honest with you. As someone who I'm a little bit older than you and I 10 years ago when they kind of came out with hybrid and it was a thing, I definitely poo-pooed it. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of people did. I hate to say that, but I was like, yeah, no, not for me. I produce live events. Great. And here I am, you know, I have to adapt and I have to change. Um, But for me, like really the the word um, and the main takeaway from the pivot would be like, resiliency like I have resiliency we have resiliency if you're an event boss you are resilient like we have this skill set already if you think about it Juliet we're meeting planners our job is literally to handle chaos and control chaos and wrangle cats or goats or whatever saying you want to say like we that is literally our job on site at live events all of the time we're just having to scale that up and we're, you know, wrangling it on a personal professional uh, work at everything else level. And this is what we were kind of born to do. Mm-hmm. So you have to remember that you have that resiliency inside of you if you're an event boss already. And I mean, I think once you realize that you're like, wait, I totally have the tools to to take this and and run with it and, and make it make, um, I don't know, a diamond out of shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Make those diamonds. Absolutely. Make those diamonds. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Yeah, we are. We're so resilient. And it's hard to look back and to try and pick out the wins sometimes amongst all the crazy, horrible things that have happened. But we have to. We have to move forward. And it might be that there was just one small positive for you or one thing that you're proud of. And I'd like to encourage anyone listening right now, if you haven't had time to really sit back and reflect on those things that have made yourself proud last year and and beyond into this year, then please do because you are strong, you are resilient, you are agile and you've totally got this so do take some time to do that it can be really really powerful oh goodness so I mean this whole episode is about post-pandemic events Mm. so I'm I'm dying to really kind of dig in and see like especially in the UK because it's a totally different perspective than the US like what is the outlook like what what does a post-pandemic event look like maybe to you maybe to people that you coach and have been listening to like I'm really interested in that perspective 
Yeah, sure. So I'll just start by saying I'm a bit of a um, an interesting case in the UK because I don't actually plan any events in the UK. Mine are all international, but I'm oh, certainly nice. yeah, I'm well, certainly tuned into what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very interesting, and there's a lot that we have to firstly address, which is events have to be safer. They have to be physically more distant than they were before before and you can't address post-pandemic events without thinking of all those things as well like I don't think we're ever going to do registration desks in the same way or you know microphones in the same way all of this stuff and I think you know a lot of the time we're looking at the big picture we're looking at big vision like big things like sustainability yes amazing sustainability but look at it on a granular level too and look at these small changes that we're going to have to make because whilst there's so much noise going on about which hybrid event platform is going to be great have you even thought about what you're doing about event badges or registering people or you know checking in or um hotel lists like all of these things let's look at those things too i agree um you know it's just crazy to think about how a year ago we were able to go to conferences and everyone think about like how often you would just hug everyone yeah and (laughs) everybody's touching the same materials and you're eating from the buffets and without a, you know, a sanitizer (laughs) an eyesight without any screens or shields or any of that. And just how, um, you know, I became really aware of germs. I was always aware of germs, but I became like hyper, you know, like everyone else, hyper aware of germs. And I think that's all going to change in people's comfort level. Like you can't assume anything now. No, no. Um, Assumptions will actually kill. Yeah. They literally will. And we we have to be so careful because, yes, at some point, hopefully soon in the next few months, um, we are going to be moving back into live events uh, Mm -hmm. at some level. But we can't just let go. Like, I would love to just go and be hugging everyone. You know, I miss a hotel breakfast buffet so much. Oh, my God, so much. (laughs) but we have to be careful we have to be mindful so that's Mm -hmm. that's so important and it's you know some of you listening might just be laughing going well I've done my safer events training and I've got all the qualifications okay fine well done I'm proud of you I need to do that too but I'm also thinking about all those small things that are just quite Mm -hmm. never going to be the same again yeah and I think you get into like this air this new era where or area where there are different protocols for everything you mm-hmm. use right so the hotel has their set of protocols which are different from the vendors which are different from my internal staff protocols and there isn't there isn't a handbook for this there was never a handbook for a pandemic even though research and data shows that that something like this was coming we had done a really good job of burying our head in the sand and dealing with all of the other things we needed to deal with. And now we're kind of learning and living through it and learning through it. And it'll be so great when there's kind of like a gold standard and it's like, okay, I know exactly the the playbook for every single one of my events. And I'm just now like getting in and, and learning about that. I'm thinking about for my first hopefully live event in April that, you know, knock on wood, I'm, I'm planning right now to be in person, a little bit smaller, but in person, you know, I'm, I'm learning a lot about what's available and what companies are available to do testing and, yeah. and safety on site on our behalf so that I'm not the safety person and the planner and the implementer and, 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 and dot, dot, dot. Yeah. So there's a lot, a lot that I'm learning now that I'm thinking about post-pandemic events. 
That's so important. And we are going to be actually in the next episode looking forward to a lot of trends and the more strategic side. So I won't go into that into too much detail. But you bring up a really great point, which is to rely on partners and people that you work with as well, because there's so much that we need to learn. But we're in this together. And there are some phenomenal brands out there. Like look at the hotel brands of the world, you know, the Hyatts, the Marriott's, the Hilton's. Like, you know, speak to your contacts there if, if they're the kind of venues that you use you know they will have all of their own protocol they will have gone and done the research they will have stuff set up in place like you are not on your own so rely on your partners and and cross compare notes absolutely Um, but don't duplicate workload because there are answers out there I know in the UK certainly we've got some great initiatives and there's um, some groups that have been forming um to well there's there's important groups to kind of go to the government and say give us more support which is first and foremost the most important thing but there are also some really great initiatives on safer events and some thought leadership going on and forums where senior event profs come together and discuss things um so i definitely recommend if you are in the uk check out higher space they've got some really great initiatives going on um probably for global event pros too definitely have a look um but just keep speaking to each other and share practices because i I'm going to guess that your live event is going to be before my first live event um, because certainly my business has said nothing live until at least November. Um, But I, you know, I'll be coming to you. I'll be coming to my peers in the US. I know that, you know, we were looking at uh, the PCMA event a couple of weeks ago. They ran a hybrid version and they had some great stuff going on in Singapore at the Marina Bay Sands Hotel. And I would love to to learn from them as well, take their takeaways and just see how we can all support each other at this time. Yeah, that's so right. I mean, utilize your resources. Mm-hmm. And we are, again, you had talked about like how your network's grown um, during this time. Mine has grown exponentially, which is crazy because, you know, I yeah. always thought that I needed to be in person to make that happen. But I think as we like were all lost together, commiserating everything else, like we really, really came together and we need to continue to share those best practices, new practices, best practices, future practices. Um, as I'll add to uh, resources, the Events Industry Council is doing a lot of amazing work in this area. They've put together a council to get people back to work safe. And so they're sharing a lot of resources on their site as well, the EIC site. So I suggest everybody go um, check that out and kind of keep an eye for best practices in the events world. Sure. And we'll try and share some stuff on our social platforms as well. So do check out um, at like an event boss or hashtag like an event boss on Instagram just to see any of those resources we're sharing because, you know, we're here for you. We are your event boss community. So um, we've got your back as best we possibly can. Um, So I realise that we are almost at the end of this episode already. We can talk for days, can't we, really? Um, sometimes yeah. we do. <laughs> so, um, so next episode, we're going to be looking at trends. We're going to be looking forward. We're going to be getting excited. But if you could sort of share, I guess, one thing that you've learned that you will take away from this whole pandemic time, Carrie, what would that be? Good. I'm glad you asked because, um, you know, we decided to wrap these shows with, you know, thoughts and inspiration. So mine kind of ties into that. Um, And so my lesson from the pandemic and also my kind of thought of the day, my inspiration for the for moving forward for all of of you listeners is that, um, you know, progress, not perfection. 
And I say that a lot because, um, first of all, again, we're all perfectionists. We're all type A personalities and um, work as perfectionists in our profession. We want everything to be right. Everything has to be right. But, um, you know, lean into the small victories. Um, give yourself a lot of grace. We're all learning together. Um, and think about progress instead of perfection as your aim for the future. Thank you so much. That is such a great point. No, don't don't try and do everything perfectly. We're all here together. Um, yeah, I absolutely echo that statement. I think I need to write that down on a piece of paper and have it in front of me every day, <laughs> every single day. Well, with that, this comes to the close, um, the end of episode two of Like an Event Boss. So do please follow us um, online. We are so excited for you to just be part of this community we're building and are so grateful that you've chosen to spend a little bit of time with us both this evening, morning, afternoon, whenever you are listening. So thank you so much and we will see you next time. 